You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Welcome to the CCB GTT teleconference for Wednesday, the 2nd of September. My name is Kim Kilpatrick. This is the year 2020. Uh, of course, we know this because it's all, all the COVID, COVID year for sure. Um, and this is a presentation about using the app Voice Dream Reader iPhone app. It's also an Android app, but we're going to talk about the iPhone app. It is quite a complicated presentation, so it's possible that I will divide it up into two and do part of it next week. We'll sort of judge as the group goes along, and you can contribute your ideas whether you've had enough or we should forge ahead. So now let's get started on, in the presentation on Voice Dream Reader. We, we, I will stop periodically for questions, and then we will decide whether we want to divide this presentation up into uh, two parts. This app, a lot of people think it is voice stream reader, so voice S-T-R-E-A-M, like the Victor stream, which is, I think, one of the reasons why some people think it is called that. But it's actually voice dream, all one word, V-O-I-C-E-D-R-E-A-M, reader. Um, it's one of a suite of apps that is made by Voice Dream Limited. And they update Voice Dream Reader a lot. The other apps are Voice Dream Writer, which is a note-taking app, and Voice Dream Scanner, which is an OCR app allowing you to scan documents. And the nice thing about Voice Dream Scanner is you can scan these documents and you can save them right into Voice Dream Reader itself if you want to. There used to be an app called Voice Dream Mail, and I used it a little tiny bit, uh, but I didn't use it too much, and I guess it never really took off because I haven't, I don't see it in the list of apps under Voice Dream. The cost of Voice Dream Reader varies, although it often goes on sale in the summertime around the time of the American Blindness Conventions and also around Christmas time too, it goes on sale. At the moment, I think someone said it costs about $20 Canadian. Sometimes there's also a sale for getting all three of these apps together, um, but it really is worthwhile to get this app. Uh, with the app, you get Voice Dream Reader itself, but you also get some premium voices. You can choose uh, a premium voices, or you can also use your built-in voices on your phone to be the reader for Voice Dream. And you can also get voices in many languages, and you can, uh, you know, have several languages on in Voice Dream. So that can be handy if you use. Uh, Voice Dream in other languages. So that's sort of the history of Voice Dream Reader. Uh, I'm going to talk about when you open the app itself and you've never used it before, you're going to have two files probably. One file is called What's New, 
and that will show you the voice, uh, the version of VoiceStream, the most recent version of VoiceStream is running. There will be release notes for what's new in that version. This is a really nice thing that they do that. And every time they update to a big version, you will find a what's new in your VoiceStream files automatically. I think it's nice that they do that because sometimes you have to go digging around for release notes. And you can read it as you would anything else in VoiceStream. It's a bit like Easy Reader when I was telling you there'll be a playing screen with a play pause. And we're going to go through that screen carefully. Uh, when I got it, that was a long time ago, there was also one free book, uh, Pride and Prejudice, I think was the one, and maybe this is still the case. So that's kind of nice too, because it gives you the ability to play with the settings and the voice and, and get to know the screen before you put anything else on your, in your app. So let's go through the main screen of the app and say what's there and then we can stop for questions after that so on your main screen of your app so this is when you do not have a file open that you're reading the first button in the top left hand corner is called add and this is to add content and we'll go through this a lot um, in a lot of detail but it's a very important button and next is a button to filter a list of what you want to see. So you can filter your search results and we will go through this as well. And then there's an edit button, which you can use to move files around, to delete files. And then next to that, if you're swiping right, is a search field. You can type in there if you're looking for something that you have in VoiceDream. And after that, you'll get your list of books and materials in a list. So VoiceStream can keep and read many formats. And I, I wrote them all down so that we know. The, a PDF file, if it's not protected. EPUB, DAISY Audio, DAISY Text, Microsoft Word, Microsoft PowerPoint, Apple Pages, Apple Keynote, which is similar to PowerPoint, and Pages is similar to uh, Word, Google Doc, HTML, Web Archive, I'm not quite sure what that is, Rich Text Format, RTF, MP3, MP4, and M4A, which is the Apple format for music. Zipped audio. So if you zipped a folder on your computer and put it there, it will show a single file with the files in order that you, you put them in there. So that's a lot of uh, file formats that you can use. So you can see that VoiceStream Reader is very flexible. You can load a lot of different types of, of things into it. And, and read them and listen to them. So when you are on an item in your list, and if you swipe up or down with one finger, you can move that item to a folder, you can flag it, you can rewind that file to beginning or delete. 
So those are handy actions that you have when you're on a file. If you tap on edit, you can select multiple files and do the same things. You can move them or delete a bunch of files or, or flag them. So I have my files in list view. You can also have grid view. I don't think very many blind people put their view into grid view. And so <clears throat> on the screen, there's near the bottom, there's a, a, a um, there is a button to change it from list and grid view. So I'll just talk a little bit about the content sources that you can load into VoiceDream. You can have Dropbox, so it would connect to your Dropbox account. Cloud storage, so your, your iCloud Drive, Google Drive, Evernote, which is kind of a, a note-taking type um, feed, both Pocket and Instapaper, which is for storing um, articles, news articles, Bookshare, website, saving something from Safari, and you can load files using iCloud or iTunes if you want to. I don't do that. I don't load from iTunes anymore. You can load from another app. So if you get an email attachment, you can send that file right into VoiceStream, which I find handy for meetings and things like that. You can have Cloud Sync turned on or off, which syncs to multiple devices. So there's a lot of content sources you can, you can use. Um, there's a lot of low vision features, and I, I, won't, I don't know that much about those ones. But if anyone does and uses them, they could talk about them. I'm going to talk um, a little more about the bottom of the screen when you're on your, in your, in your main screen, not your playing screen. So in the bottom of your screen, always sort of in the middle, there's a play button. And that is quite handy because if you're in the list but you you want to play something and you don't want to just open the playing screen you just want to keep playing it that play button is always there sort of at the very bottom of the middle um, then you can definitely play it there's also a button that says now reading which is handy because if you double tap that, it takes you into the play screen of the book or song or something you're reading. And if you have a lot of files in VoiceDream, it's handy. You don't have to wade through them to find that. At the bottom of the screen is, a, is the play button. Beside it is the next item button, and that will always show up there. So that would be if you were wanted the next book in your list or the next song in your list if you were playing songs. Also on the bottom of your screen, there's the sort order button, 
and it lets you to sort in different ways alphabetically or recently added and to the right of that are the grid and list view buttons and as i said i recommend list view especially if you're blind and in the bottom right hand corner is settings and so we can explore settings all right question for you about the rest of the voice dream uh suite uh, there's a voice dream writer. I don't have a clue what it does. That's what I'd like to know. What does it do? What does, sorry, the, what does voice dream writer do? Yes, please. I, sorry, my speech was talking at the same time, so I did, just missed. So voice dream writer is like a note-taking um, note app, and you can create documents you can write in them and it will sort of speak back to you in a kind of a nice voice. Um, I think I used to use it a lot and I don't use it quite as much anymore because I find Word and other native ones have gotten better. In the beginning, there was it was really hard to find something you could use effectively. But if anyone is using it, um, you know, it would be interesting to hear. It does have a spell check capability, um, but I find that hard to use. So I haven't really used it for quite a while now. I don't do you know find if that any... notes, do you find that the notes app, uh, the native app works uh, better for this kind of thing? Just making notes? Notes works also word. Um, word works. But that's more now. complicated, right? Yeah, complex. notes is simple. And also one I use called Drafts, Drafts 4, which isn't a free one, but it's also very simple. And I do like that it, it has something called Actions where you can paste everything to the clipboard and then you could email it to yourself. Like there's a few other ones I find, um, but so I'm not really using the writer that much anymore. If anyone is using writer, it would be great to, for you to raise your hand and... Um, I'm going to lower these two so we don't get confused, but is anyone using writer? I guess not. So the first item in settings, if you double tap on settings, the first item you come to is cloud sync. And you can sync your library using iCloud so that if you had an iPad and an iPhone, um, they would go across. However, I find it is more trouble than it's worth sometimes because especially if you have a lot of audio books, it takes up a lot of space and it would take forever to sync them across. So I tend to use Dropbox or some other cloud sharing way of getting them onto into VoiceStream and something else. I usually turn this off. And I know the other day someone was having an issue and we suggested they turn off uh, cloud sync and I don't know if that helped them but um, you can put it on if you do want to so that's something you can do uh, to the to the right of that is the content sources button so you can edit these uh, if you want to so when you double tap on this um, it will give you a list of possible content sources that will show up when you double tap your add button. You can turn any of these on or off. 
So I'll tell you what I have on. I have on Scanner, because I have Voice Dream Scanner. I have File Browser, and that is for your native files app on your iPhone. I have Clipboard is on. So if you, if you pasted something from your, into your clipboard, you could then just copy that right into your, your voice stream and it would create a file. So it could, that can be handy. And I have Dropbox and everyone knows Dropbox is a cloud storage and it is helpful for syncing books and things to voice stream. Google Drive, so that is uh, that is good one too. It works well. Bookshare, so if you have had a Bookshare account, now I know Bookshare is rolled into Sila, but if you have a Bookshare account, you can turn that on. You will need to, of course, log into your Bookshare account. There's settings beside each one that needs you to log in, and you can have Bookshare on, and I do have it on separately because you can easily download and search from within the app. Evernote, which I don't, I actually don't have that on. Uh, Pocket and Instapaper, I don't have them on, but they're ways of collecting articles for reading later. Project Gutenberg, and that we talked about in my presentation about Easy Reader. That is a free a site with public domain books. So books that are free and you can download them into there. You also have Sila and I have that turned on. You'll probably want to do that here in Canada. You can also add other web content sources. I have not done that so I don't know why you would do that would be interesting to hear from people if they have done it, what, what other web sources they might have put in there. So if you go back out of content sources, the next button in settings is manage my voices. So that's a important button. Um, if you double tap on there, the language that you're going to see at the top is the native language that you're using on your phone. So it will show up first with all of the voices uh, that you have available to you on your phone and any voices you have bought through VoiceStream will be in there as well. Or any of the premium voices that you select will be in there. And at the bottom right hand corner of your screen now, if you're in the voices, is all. So if you double tap that, it will show more than just the English voices. It will show all kinds of voices in different languages. And you can, you can have many languages loaded in many voices. Beside the All button, there's a Shop button. So you can shop for new voices if you want more voices, more higher quality voices. When this app first became available there weren't many voices on our iPhones and they weren't that great quality so I did buy a few voices 
and I still have them. I don't use them as much, but I did buy a few voices. They were a dollar or something like that, or two dollars maybe. Um, and that purchase comes out of your iTunes account, so whatever credit card you have set up there. But nowadays, there's so many good voices on our phones. I, I don't know that you need to necessarily buy them, but if you want to, um, by all means. And you can play samples of them, so you can listen to them and say, oh, I like that way better than anything else, so I'm going to uh, buy that voice. So if you back out of Manage Voices, there's also a Contact Us button. There's a Quick Start button, which gives you some tips about getting started in VoiceDream. And then there's the User Manual. And that downloads an audio user manual right into your app. So that is handy to have. And then next to it is the Other Apps by VoiceDream. So right in there, you can click on that and you can see the links for VoiceStream Writer and VoiceStream Scanner. So that's all we have in the settings app itself. There are settings within the now playing screen. So the next thing I'm going to do is open the, the now playing screen and look at what's there because there's quite a lot there. But before I do that, I'm curious to know if we have any questions so far. I'm going to turn my speech on. All right. There's no raised hands up, so I guess we're doing okay with that. Um, I... I'm going to go through the now playing screen. So there's, I'm just looking. Are you guys ignoring me again? No, I didn't see any hands and now all of a sudden mm. I see it. Sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. not to ignore you, Camille. Uh, am I understanding that CELA can be accessed in the same way using either voice stream reader and a Dolphin Easy Reader? No, not really, because Easy Reader lets you get direct to player books. Um, Deborah can come into um, their uh, Elmer if she can let her in. Sure. She, um, you can do Daisy Zip through Voice Dream, and I can. I I'm going to go through that uh, as well. You but, mentioned but you, you can't do one of those. You mentioned Sila and the list of websites that can be accessed. Yeah, you can access the site, what? but you can't do direct-to-player. You can do um, Daisy Zip, though. And I'm going to walk through how you do it, too. Okay, that was going to be my next question, so thanks. Okay, I will walk through that. So now let's get into the playing screen when you open a book or document or file what what you find this varies a little bit depending on if it's just an audio book or audio file music song or if it is a text um, document or word document it can be somewhat different but i'll just tell you what happens when you open 
a book in your list. And one thing I, I do like about this app, as opposed to Easy Reader, is the way the books are and documents are in your list. When you swipe and find something in your list, it will tell you the name of it. If it hasn't been played yet, it will say new. So you know that's something you haven't heard before. It will tell you how much time there is. And that's based on how fast your speech rate is. If, if it's a text file, it will, it will estimate how long it would take you to read that file. And it will say what percentage of it is done. So I find that much easier than the Dolphin Easy Reader app because as you swipe right, it will say, you know, the title of the book will say, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, you know, 25 hours and three minutes, 16% completed. Or it'll say new, To Kill a Mockingbird, 25 hours and three minutes. I don't think that book is that long. 0% completed. So it, it's really good way of getting your information and knowing what each file is and whether you've read it before or how much of it you have to go. If you're trying to read a book for book club or school or something, you know, I love that about it. I also love that you can move things into folders. You can create folders and you can put things where you want them to be. Um, I have a folder for audiobooks, for text-based books and for work and for, you know, I have a few folders in there. So I do like that over Easy Reader. So when you open your book or document, at the top left-hand corner is a button that says Library. That is your back button. So instead of calling it back, they called it Library, which means it goes back into your list of documents into your library, which I like that. I like that it, that it labels it for what it is. I actually find the labeling in this app is much more clear to me and understandable than in Dolphin Easy Reader. To the right of this button, the back button, library button, is something called document. And if you double tap on that, you get export original file. So if you had a Word file, you could send it somewhere else to another app or email it. Or you could export alt copy all text. So again, it would copy it, you know, into your clipboard and you can you can email it or or do something with with that. Um, and that can be quite handy if you're reading something for a meeting and then you say, oh, I should really email that to to so and so else or I should send it back to myself or that can be quite good. Um, to the right of your document button is a button that says controls. And in there, there's a button called reading mode. So if you double tap on that, you can customize such things as you can stop it reading at the end of each sentence. So if you were taking notes on a file and you didn't want it to keep going, you could get it to do that. You can stop reading at the end of the document or you can keep going to your next document. So if you had a bunch of uh, songs in, the, in a folder, you could just keep playing them or you could stop it. When I read books, I get it you know, to stop at the end of the book. Or you can repeat a document. 
So I'm not sure why, but I guess if there was a song you liked or there was something you wanted to play over and over again, or say you were listening to a file to help you go to sleep and you just wanted that all night long, you could repeat your document. Um, there's, a, if you, there's a button in here also called finger reading, which is not really for blind people. So I don't, I don't know much about that. Um, in your controls button, if you back out of your reading mode, there's also sleep timer. So that's quite handy, but you can also set this with a double tap and hold on your play button, play pause button. So, and there are also control settings that show you what's on your screen. So you can turn off and on the show previous and next document. So that's like it. you can keep those on your screen or you can turn them off. Show a footer or header, you can turn those off. And that's all under your controls button. To the right of your controls button is your audio settings. And you can adjust the speed. If you have a text document, you can also adjust the voice within audio settings. So if you double tap on audio settings, you can change the speed or you can change a voice. I have this thing where I um, I like to read British text-based books with a British voice and American ones with a American voice. I don't know. I have a bit of a thing for that. So if I'm listening to text-based books, I will sometimes change voice. Um, you can adjust the text speed though by just swiping up or down with one finger on the audio settings button without opening audio settings. And I do find that quite handy. Uh, and notice now that Easy Reader does have in the rotor the capability to adjust the, the speech rate. But rotors can be harder for some people, so I kind of like these buttons here the way they are in Voice Dream Reader. To the right of audio settings is visual settings. And if you're listening to an audio file, this is dimmed, but if you have some sort of text, there's a lot of settings in here to try out. And I know um, Shelly Morris, I know she has used visual settings in there. And possibly Camille, maybe um, when we open for questions, if you do want to mention all of the things you can do with it or if you use that at all. But there's all kinds of ways that you can adjust the, the size and the font and the, the colors and everything like that. But I don't know. I don't use it and know much about that. Um, to the right of visual settings is add bookmark. So that's very handy. You can tap this anytime you're reading and a bookmark will be added right away. And then if you swipe right again, you get into the headings or the text of the book. And the nice thing about that um, is that if you're a braille reader and you have a braille display connected to your phone, if you touch anywhere in the text area, you can just start reading your book or document in Braille and it will just keep going and it's so nice. And then if you are switching over, if I'm reading a book and I'm reading in Braille, which I love to do with Voice Dream, and then I get up to take, uh, you know, to do dishes or something and I say, oh, I can't put this book down, I can just press play and it will go right from where I was reading in Braille, where it's giving me the audio. So I do really love that. Um, 
if you double tap on any of the headings or chapters or anything that you see on your screen, it will jump to that. So that's very handy. Uh, now I'll, sh I'll tell you about the bottom of the Now Playing screen. So on the far right of the screen is a page number button. Uh, you can go to a page number if you double tap on it, or you could swipe up or down to move around by some pages um, if that feature is there. If it isn't there, the page uh, numbers won't show up. If you swipe left of the page button, you get to time remaining. So we'll say how long you have left in your document. Uh, and then if you swipe left again, uh, you get to the percentage. So if you swipe up or down, it will move backward or forward by percentages by about 5% each time. Or if you double tap on it, you can actually go to a place in the book. You can put in the percentage. And to the left of that, you get to how much time has you've played in the book or document. So the percent is between time elapsed and time remaining. And then to the left of that is the navigation unit. I really like how this is labeled better than Dolphin Easy Reader. Navigation unit makes a lot of sense to me. And if you swipe up or down on it, you will find the different, uh, different things you can change too. So your options are bookmark. So that means if you set it to bookmark, when you swipe up or down on your play button to go forward or back, you will jump to between bookmarks. There's heading. So again, if your book is in chapters, you can jump, uh, swipe up on the play button to go back a chapter, swipe down to go forward a chapter. Page, if this is supported, if you swipe up on the play button, you'll go back one page and down you'll go forward one page. 60 seconds, 30 seconds, or 15 seconds. So that is all of the things in your navigation unit. To the left of that is our play button. And as I said, if you swipe up or down on this with one finger, it goes back or forward by the unit you set on that. If you double tap it, you're going to play. And if you double tap it again, it's going to pause. If you, if you double tap and hold it, you get to the sleep timer. Um, to the left of that is a button that you can go into headings, bookmarks, or highlights. So if you double tap that, there's those three things. If you tap on headings, it gives you a list of headings. Bookmarks, it'll give you the list of bookmarks. I do this, um, I use the bookmark one quite a lot. So if I'm reading when I'm going to sleep, I press, I start a bookmark when I'm starting to feel tired. And then sometimes I wake up a long time later and I have no idea what's happening. And I go to bookmarks and I tap on the bookmark to go where I want. Um, so that can be quite handy. So that's all about the screen. I think that perhaps, um, given the fact that it's 142 already, I might 
do the downloading books from content sources next week. I'd like to know you guys thoughts on that, whether this is enough and you want me to do the downloading from Sila, Dropbox, Bookshare next week. I can definitely split this into two pieces because it feels like I'm giving you a lot of information, but I'm open to hearing what you want to say. Okay, I have one question, and it's, it's a very confusing one. So I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you'll get it when I explain it. Okay. Okay, let me get this voiceover. Um, okay. <coughs> when you go into where you, when you set your, you know, voice, you get your voice and you get everything, right? But it has a different speed situation. Like, I'm trying to understand the speed of the voices. Like, it will say, this is a speed and it's not like one to a hundred percent. It's like the numbers are different. Can someone explain that to me? That Do is one the words, words per minute. It's giving you words per minute. If it's reading text. Oh, so it would that, say like two twenty five or something. It means words per minute. I think. Am I oh, right? I think I'm right. That would make sense, but I was trying to figure out the speed, and, and, and that just didn't make sense to me. But that does make sense more now. Thank yeah. you, Kim. Oh, you're it welcome. I think that's right. If anyone wants to correct me, I'm, I'm open for correction, but I think that's correct. So I think Louise is right. Like, uh, I think you're right. Like, it's, it's words per minute, but like for Louise's uh, interest, what I do with text is is select the speed that most closely matches the speed I listen to my phone at uh, already if I'm reading text with voice stream reader. And so that's, yeah. so I, I kind of ignore that words per minute to flag or that, that the, the, the actual number and just kind of find a speed that closely matches my voiceover speed. Um, yeah, I think that's what I do. I swipe up on it to go faster and then I just kind of double tap, like play it to see if it seems about right. Yeah, that's what uh, I tend to do. Yeah. But my my question was related to content. If you have and because I I don't know if they fixed it, but it was a problem before because I haven't tried it recently. If you have Daisy text and audio, where, where you know where there's actual text, voice stream a lot of times would only would only uh, allow you to read the text content, but you couldn't switch it to the human read uh, audio. Do you know if they fixed that? And and if they have, how does it? How do you do it now? I do not know because if anyone does know, I'd like to know. I tend to read, you know, the Bookshare books with Braille and then the other ones, like the CELA ones, I tend to use audio human narrated. I don't, I don't know if anyone does know. Yeah. Cause some of the CELA, some of the CELA human read audio has, has integrated text now, like the new, some of their newer stuff. So every once in a while you'll get ones and, it, and it'll open it and texting it. And, it, and there's, and, and the audio settings don't give you, don't appear to, didn't appear to give you the option to switch to the human read, like the human read audio that's embedded in the file. But I, if you, if you want to send me like, a, it seems like we will continue this um, next week. So if you want to send me or, Tell me even like a title that might be 
Um, yeah, and I. Uh, we might try, or or yeah. you, if you want to try too. I'm going to try. Know. I'm going to try with some stuff that's on my Sela bookshelf. But like, I'll just download the, the 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 Daisy Zip version and see what happens with with it because it's. Uh, Right now, I've been using Direct to Player just to circumvent the issue. On, yeah, on voice, so on while you're and... here, do you think we should pause this and do the downloading next week? Because it's already like uh, quarter I... to two. Yeah. So I just checked the App Store and it's $20.99. Okay. But everything that it does can be done with other apps that are free. Am I correct? That's a good question. So does anyone have comments on that? Uh, I know Shelly has her hand up too, but... Yeah. Adobe will read PDF and of course iTunes or whatever music player will read the MP3, MP4, MP8. Yeah. I don't know about um, Word. I don't really use my iPhone or iPad to read words or... That's a very interesting question, Camille. Like I, I, I know that when it came out, it did a lot of things that other things could not do. But I, no. I, I, that's a very interesting question. So it's, we'll see what people have to say. There's I'm still, using my phone yeah. this time, not my iPad, so I'm a bit more stilted. Um, you were asking, maybe we can talk about this next week, but just for the visual things that you can use on Voice Dream Reader. And uh, just for those who do use it visually, um, I use it visually when I'm reading a document where I really have to concentrate. And I have it set up so that my sentences are highlighted in one, one color and the word I'm listening to is highlighted in another. And what that does is allowing me to listen to the words. It's also really helping to fixate my concentration on what I'm reading. And I do that when I'm reading something that really requires a lot of concentration. Other than that, when I'm reading novels and things for book club and whatnot, I don't really use that. But uh, that's where I find some of the visual features really useful. That's it. Shelley, uh, are you using your iPhone without headphones? Yeah, she's she's having the doctor's appointment, I think. Are ah, you? Ah, okay. Or on transit or I somewhere. Now. Oh, okay. So oh, I'm at the office. Very oh. difficult. Are you to wearing hear. a mask? You might be wearing a mask. You sound like you're wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, Kim, very good presentation. I learned a lot. Thank you very much. And you mentioned playing audio files. Would Voice Dream be able to access the um, music that goes on the iPhone with the music, music app? So in other words, your music that you've purchased on iTunes, maybe. Would you... Would VoiceStream be able to find those music files? I'm wondering about that because when I was preparing for this, Jerry, I read that it 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 use you can read um, listen to M4A, which is I guess the file it is, and I wonder if you go into files, again under Add, and I can I can try this this week too for downloading. If you go into files, file browser, and you find a song. I'm wondering if it will like open that into voice stream. I don't know. I haven't done it with those. I've done it with MP3 music or, um, you know, other music people sent me as an attachment or thing. I've saved them into voice stream, uh, but I haven't done it with music from iTunes because I didn't know, but it does say M4A. So I would think perhaps you could, what do you, Should work. Do you think? I, I don't that's something we can try this week to 
figure out because we aren't doing the downloads yet. So we'll do them next week and we can try that too and see if we can get it into that. Because I do like the player. I like, you know, how configurable it is better than the now playing screen on music app, really. I like it better in a way. So it would be good. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. And when you said that M4A was included, then uh, it certainly would play them. So I think the question would be, does the file apps, is it able to find the music files if they're buried in some kind of database? Maybe not, but if they're available to the files app, then I'm sure that voice dream would play them. Yeah, I think so. I think, I, I think, I think, so. I think you probably would be able to bring a playlist in, in that case. I wonder if you could. But yeah, it like would if be you've got a playlist already made up. It. If you'd yeah. purchased it, I wonder. Yeah, we'll play with that, Jerry. That's a good thought. I didn't know when I was looking up all the formats, I actually didn't know that it played those, those music files. So that was something new to me when I looked it up. So Richard's got his hand up. Richard does. Yeah, so... Just to answer Camille's question, there there are some apps that do like the other document types, like the doc and the PDF. And but what I like about VoiceStream Reader, because I I do use still use it to read longer PDFs, is that it's when you imp copy the file for, to VoiceStream Reader as, as a PDF, it strips away the graphics and you get the raw text instead. And whereas if you try to read it with the iPhone's PDF reader, the Voice will still try to read unlabeled graphics and so it, it becomes so if, if it's a pdf document that's say an operator's manual or something for for a device that you have at home it wouldn't um it would it would try to read the chart the 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 graphics like diagrams and things that are in the document so um that's why i prefer to still export pdfs to voice stream reader personally um i don't think seeing ai does pdfs though does it no, no, I don't think so. And also, I've I've put PowerPoints in it too, and followed along at a meeting like this slides, and and that's nice because you can yeah, do a play pause, or you can read in Braille. You yeah. know, like it's pretty uh, versatile that way. Or you could listen to the slides as a meeting was going on. The same with agendas, or and you can create folders so you can have like meeting such and such 2020 and all your documents and if you're going to a conference you could have the the conference schedule there and uh you know i kind of like that about it that it's very i i don't i do i know what you're saying but i agree with you richard about the pdfs too definitely yeah. agree so that, like it may not be worth 21 dollars or 20.99 to be more specific but like it does come out like elmer and kim said it comes on sale at least twice a year so look for it when it around those times it's usually half price or sometimes even five dollars but i i uh, it's usually even i i purchased it when it was on sale one time and and uh, don't regret it at all now no. i feel ripped off i paid the 21 bucks but uh but, actually I but don't he, feel ripped he off. does actually uh, keep updating they do update yeah. it yeah and um and voice stream scanner is beautiful it's oh, a beautiful that app. works so well and I love that you can load those things into Voice Dream itself and just you have no hassle. It's just open in Voice Dream and there it is there. So, yeah, I do. I do really love it still. But Camille has a good, a good point that it's, 
maybe not quite as re as relevant as it was at the beginning, perhaps. But I still I still really like to use it. I find it easy to use and and nice to use. You know. Kim, you talked about the export, and Richard talked about how it nicely strips out graphics uh, in the PDF reader. So is it possible once you've got the PDF loaded into the reader that you could then export it with all of that stuff stripped out into um, a cleaner PDF on Dropbox and upload it to your computer that way so you have a cleaner, nicely uh, readable PDF on your computer that um, VoiceDream has cleaned up for you? Oh, that could be. Um, I have exported all text, like from a document or from something I had opened there into mail or into some of their app. But that's that's a good idea. Richard, do you know what if I, I guess I, if you went into document and copy all text or export file, copy, I wonder if it would. Yeah, you could you could try that, Jerry. You could copy the text or export the file. And the other thing I forgot to mention in VoiceStream is you do have the option to view the original file with complete with the graphics as well too, if you if you want if you really want to as well. But uh, um, the default setting is to just read show you the text. If VoiceStream doesn't do it, Jerry, if you have VoiceStream scanner, it probably would because you can you can scan PDFs with you can import PDFs into VoiceStream scanner as well. Yeah, but you might try it, Jerry. If you open one in VoiceStream and do the documents button and then um, export file, see if it does get a you know a better copy because that it does a very good job of of stripping out things like those. Yeah. Camille's raised his hand, and then Jim. Yeah, Camille and Jim. I did not realize that you could import files into VoiceStream scanner. I tried that a couple of months um, ago. Yeah, no. how do you do that, Richard, in VoiceStream scanner? I don't well, think maybe, I've maybe. done it. I, I've I've actually never tried, but I th I I thought when I was reading the manual there was an option to sort of to scan PDF documents with it, but it, it might it might just be using VoiceStream Reader to. Well, scanning and importing are two different things. Yeah, but once you scan, if you're scanning a PDF file, you have the op like you, you do have the option to save the file, uh, the scan the scan, just like you do with if you're if you're taking a photo with your camera. See, what I was trying to do is download the PDF and have it read by. The scanner but it did not work no you have to go oh. into the scanner and then and and go into the into the into the actual file and 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 uh and scan it have, and scan a pdf file with it it would have to be printed uh you should be able to scan the file if i'll have to try it again with voice stream scanner because i know uh, knfb reader used to be able to do that so maybe yeah i don't know i'm just opening I'm trying to find my scanner here. Um, I'm opening scanner right now and okay. see what it tells me to do. Batch mode, auto capture. Oh, let me see in the menu. There's import photo, but. Isn't it under no. the save options? Uh. Thought there was a save I don't, option. Yeah, but I'm trying to find if there's an import, and I don't see it here easily. But I'll, uh, 
I can look later on. I don't see it easier. I see import photo. If I double tap on import photo, it just has the all photos, recents, screenshots, albums, seeing AI photos. No, I don't see, I don't see it. Camille, I don't see it, but I could be wrong. Well, I didn't see it either, and I looked, and I looked. So, okay. it's Richard, so, I think I was wrong. I, it, I, I'm getting my scanning apps mixed. It was probably K, because I, I know I had done it with KNFB Reader with a PDF graphic okay. one. So that's probably where, where it's probably what it, okay. what it was. Yeah. But it could it be good. something you could ask them to do. Yeah. You know, like you could email them and say, is, is there a way, like, would you put it in? I think that may relate directly to what I was going to ask. My question was if you can, uh, if you can uh, essentially read PDF documents in VoiceStream Reader, why would you want VoiceStream Scanner? Um, so if it, if it can't read uh, PDFs in VoiceStream Reader, then uh, you oh, need no, to- Oh, no, it can. It can for sure in VoiceStream okay. Reader. Then why um, would you need VoiceStream Scanner? To scan, like, papers and stuff. So longer stuff. Yeah, or your mail or, like, I've used it to scan, you know, mail or to know what something is or, like, a piece oh. of paper on the wall or something like that. So you Kind of like seeing AI. So you use the camera on your phone yeah. as the input for the scanner. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. helps. Thank you. And then you and, can and just save those to VoiceStream if you need to. But, but you're right. You don't need it for anything to do with the documents that you get as attachments or things no. like that. But the scanner will do multiple pages. If you've got – I scanned a, uh, a manual the other day for my generator. And I, I scanned the whole manual, page after page, and it sets it all in order, and you save it, and you're gone. You've got it. So how does it know you turn your page? How does it set up so that it knows when to turn your page or whatever? Well, you, after, you've, after you get the initial, um, it defaults to the play button. At that point in time, you can bring your, you can bring, turn the page and the phone will give you the, the, the beep sound or whatever it is. And you, you just capture that and you just continue to capture until you get what you want and that's it. And you call, call it a document. Okay. Interesting. My question is, can we use this, what you guys are talking about, with the PC, with the computer? Uh, voice stream reader. The voice stream reader. Or is it just a phone or you can only, or can you, it's an it only iOS a phone? and an Android version. No, I don't. Okay. Think there's any way of using it on and, the computer. And my other question is, you guys have been talking about the scanning situation. Is it any better scanning it that way as used to using your a seeing AI app and taking a photo of whatever and then scanning it that way? So right. what do people think that have used both of those uh, two scanning apps? Does anyone have a preference of okay. what they think is better? I'll comment to that. Go ahead, Elmer. Seeing AI, seeing AI, that's what I use. Is is uh, it's good? It, it, you know, we got that initially, 
But when I got the voice stream scanner, it is much more accurate and it is really fast. Like it's, it sees all these quirky, every quirky little detail on a, like on a manual. Sometimes you get all this mm -hmm. stuff and it picks up every bit of that. And it is almost a hundred percent on its scan. Whereas doing it with seeing AI, yeah. there was a lot of sometimes mumble jumble. It didn't quite oh, understand what was there. And is the is the is the the not the uh, but the other one um, the voice stream or whatever is it easier to or is it just as easy as using CAI? Oh, it's just as easy, yeah, if not easier. Easy. Okay. Um, the other thing I do like about it is when it opens after you've scanned something, and it it costs I think five dollars or maybe Canadian it's about seven dollars or something. Um, when you open it. It's like a player screen, like like the the way Voice Dream Reader is. So there's a play pause button. You can oh, play it. So I do actually like the way you can navigate around in a document and scanner. But I did have Voice Dream Reader before, so I knew that screen really well. I don't oh, know. I if, do others have any comments about this, like whether they like this or seeing AI or if anyone has Camille? I'm, I'm just sure. curious. When You're I first there. downloaded Seeing AI, I tried to read a document from my National Geographic magazine, and each page has two columns. Seeing AI would read everything across one line, which was both columns, so it did not make sense. I was wondering if Voice Dream's oh. camera has fixed that issue. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org.